0: Hello and welcome to the Art of Podcast, brought to you by Grand Lifestyle Magazine and the Public Arts Commission. I am your host Tammy Vigness, and I am joined today by my usual suspects: Marla Defoe, Danielle Pikarsky, and Dean Opp.
1: Hello, hi. Hello.
0: How's it going, everyone?
1: I'm loving Here. this weather.
0: Right? For sure. <laughs> I know. I feel like two podcasts ago, it was like blizzard conditions. Oh, it was actually, because you had to call yes. in, Dean yes. had to call in, yes. <laughs> Danielle and I were the only two that like braved the weather and made it into town. Or, well, I guess, I mean, I live like less than a mile away, so there's no excuse for me, but yeah, it's, uh, it is gorgeous. It's summertime. It is summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. And there's all sorts of things. I think last podcast, we were talking about like, this is... Sort of the time of year, everybody's starting to come out of their shells and and start doing things in town again and going to stuff. And I'm supposed to be going to something tonight, but I can't now. And I'm a little bit sad because it is an artsy fartsy kind of a kind of a thing that I can't participate in. But these lovely ladies are going to. Um, What is the name of
1: it again, Marla? The Greater Grand Forks Women's Leadership Cooperative is having their night at the museum with cocktails and appetizers and. Art crafts. crafts. Yes. <laughs> Both Danielle and I signed up. We're gonna be making like coasters. Gemstone yes. coasters. Ooh, yes. mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Yes. yes. And I, I have this beautiful new table, you know, that I right? finally yeah, you got do. delivered you do. and everything is right and um, very protective of it. So I, I think my coasters are gonna get some ser- mm-hmm. as long as I don't like some good use. As long as yeah. I don't like mess it up seriously. Right. I think they'll be getting some good use.
0: I do get I mean, I'm I'm bowing out because I just have too many other things going on this evening, but um, I do truthfully get a little bit like anxious when it comes to making arts and crafts. (laughs) (laughs) I've been like this ever since I was a kid. And I think, I mean, it's just because I know I'm not great at it and I want to be, and then I try extra hard. Like I was the kid, I remember my Spanish class, we had like a spaghetti feed and we had to write, you know, like posters advertising the event. And I'm also like a little bit ocd And also have terrible like spatial (laughs) like (laughs) reference. So like I would start, you know, my bubble letters, but then I would, you know, and it's all in Spanish, of course, as well. And I would, you know, start too close to the center of the page and then I'd run out of room and then it's, you know, you're making the tiny, tiny letters toward the end. And I thought, okay, I got to start over. So then I'd do it differently, but then something would be off and I would just like end up stressing myself out and it was just not an enjoyable (laughs) event for me. So I'm always very like, and I've said this if I've said it once I've said it a thousand times I am always very jealous and um have a lot of admiration for people who do have artistic (laughs) inclination that I do not and um yeah it's so I'm I'm excited to see how your guys' (laughs) stuff turns out
1: how about you Dean you you much of an artist
2: well you know I'm sort of a work of art well Well, we have seen those Hawaiian shirts you wear so I would agree (laughs) Really? I was curious though about this uh, night at the museum or whatever. What time do the you know the, the exhibits come to life?
1: <laughs> it depends on I how many know. cocktails everyone right? has had. Uh, right? <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Do yeah. we have to wait? I think we have to wait till the museum lights shut off and they mm-hmm. lock the doors. Maybe that's why they told us to dress formally mm-hmm. yes. yes so so we look oh. good when we're haunted <laughs> well I am very curious I
0: had when I was intending to be able to go I had signed up for the painting portion of it and um yeah I guess no one will see my <laughs> my work so art. I think I'd just probably break out in hives I'd be so nervous about how all of it is turning out but anyway I'm I'm excited to hear what what you ladies come up with and yeah bring your bring your we'll do show and tell tomorrow, it. tomorrow. Yes, yes absolutely we'll have maybe our own little judging competition <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey hey uh, Dean do you want a jury or art show oh there you go yeah uh, I don't know <laughs> there'll
0: be uh, downtown here Somehow at the studio you can always get into trouble when you do that, you know, <laughs> oh,
2: funny you can choose everybody
0: right right exactly but, just give you know blue ribbons to or not blue ribbons but are the participation ribbons white ribbons white ribbons to everyone gold stars gold stars whatever yes just just stickers stickers is fine (laughs) oh funny well anyway um today we're actually talking with um an artist that probably if you've spent any time paying attention to the local art scene she's been around a while and um we have the privilege of working in downtown grand forks and we're always walking by the art for vets um Little shop, just uh, just across the the parking lot from us, and um, currently she has an exhibit there. And her name is Diane Ray. And so please welcome us. Welcome, welcome to the show, not welcome us.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stumbling over my words today. Thank you. How, yes, yeah. nice, nice for you to to pop over here. So, um, like I said, you've been you've been around the the local scene for for quite some time. So yes. just tell us a little bit about your your background and. And how long you've been here, what what you've been up to.
3: Um, so I have a long background. <laughs> um, I actually grew up in Grand Forks. Okay. Went to UND for two years and then moved to California. I was gone for 25 years. And then uh, I was visiting my mother here and a friend introduced me to Elliot Glassheim, who a lot of people know. Mm-hmm and we started a long distance relationship and i came back here just to kind of try it yep. out a little bit and then i <laughs> decided to move here and i went back to und and, and you know got my painting degree and and you know continued my art career sure. uh and also uh, uh taught at und and also at northland okay Yeah. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Yes, I was doing a little Googling of your name um, earlier, just trying to find out a little bit of your background, and I saw that you were married to Elliot, and I do remember him being very involved with, you know, just the local government scene and Mm -hmm. everything. In fact, I was on a um, uh, committee with him years ago uh, that doled out funds to um, different art Mm. groups here in town. We had all sorts of people that would apply for these grant funds um, that the city allocated, and we were part of this kind of subcommittee. And Elliot and I served on that at the same oh, time. Okay. So, yes, that's uh, that's very cool. Um, both well-known folks here in town. So, <laughs> so when you were out in in California, were you always doing art as well, or was that a just kind yes. of a different time?
3: I I started out, uh, you know, as a child artist, mm-hmm. and when I went to school at UND, I was in the painting department. Sure, or I was in the art department, and and then, uh, you know in California and went to school um, at San Francisco State in the art department. Okay. Eventually moved to Oregon and finished there. And sure. uh, and so I've always been a working artist mm-hmm. and and then I had a lot of different jobs. Yeah. But they were always I mean mostly aside for the waitressing jobs, but uh, they were all always art jobs. Oh, very of all nice. sorts and Yeah. interesting things. Um and uh, so I have quite a lot of experience, and you know, in the art, you know, kind of uh, scene of various right, sorts, right. including managing art gallery a right. couple of times, and and then finally moving back here and going back to school, I was able to teach. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'd been thinking about that for a long time. thinking, Oh, it'd be yeah. interesting to teach, and so that's what I did. And then some of it was also. Not just painting and drawing, but art history, mm-hmm. and of course, I learned a lot, and that was right. what was fun. About let's see, 2020, I actually retired. Okay, and, uh, I have a fabulous studio that we put in in our backyard. We put a, a new two-car garage with yeah. a second floor, and it's got wonderful windows on both son- oh, ends. Nice. And so. Um, I used to have a studio on Demers mm-hmm. across from the Empire for a long time. Oh, yeah, I do upstairs. remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I would be open for art and wine walks yeah. and things yes, like that. That's, yes,
0: that's, I actually, mm-hmm. okay,
3: yes, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, that's, a lot yeah. of time has gone by, actually. Right, <laughs> so right, I know. I
1: was actually kind of curious as to what years you taught at UND.
3: Oh, well, I taught drawing and painting, and, um... Art appreciation,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: also I did teach an art history class there. Also, okay. uh, like because
1: I believe I took a class from you. Oh, really? When I was at UND. Yes. Oh, isn't that small? World? Yes. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, in fact, I still have that picture hanging in my hallway at my house. Oh, really? It must have been pretty decent <laughs> that that I made in your class. Really? Which yes. class do you think it was? Uh, th- it was drawing. Drawing. Yes, and it was it uh, was a perspective project that we did with pencil and charcoal and I remember we went we went all around UND campus and we took pictures of different things oh. that we thought were interesting and then we developed the pictures okay and then we took one of those and that's what we drew from and mine is wow. actually just like standing right by uh let's see here it'd be down Demers, to looking towards the interstate at the just the um railroad tracks just oh, going off into uh. the distance and that's what I drew and I gave it to my parents and they framed it and they hung it in their house forever. And when they moved, they said, here, you can have your art back. um, So I thought, well, I'm going to hang it. So good for you. Nobody's, walked by and said, what is that? Right. <laughs> um, so I guess it was okay. <laughs> I made a wooden
0: mirror frame for my parents in a shop class when I was Ooh. in high school. I had these grand plans of it looking like a butterfly. I was going to put stained glass in it. Oh, yeah, I always boy. have these like very grand ideas <laughs> with no capability of actually like <laughs> producing them. So, But I had all this in my mind. And then, of course, I'm also a little bit of a procrastinator. So like I didn't have time to... like. Bevel the edges and do all the things that you're supposed to do. So they ended up getting just an oval, like just a plain oval. It looks very akin to a toilet seat. Um, <laughs> but I mean, bless my mother's heart, she did have it hanging up in their house for many years. And it wasn't very, it wasn't really very well done. It was not, uh, it was, I mean, symmetrical in that it was, you know, and I mean, it's an oval, so it kind of has to be. But it was not like even edges; it was a little, little rough. But hmm. anyway, yeah. So, well, I, art
1: is objective. So. It, that's right, that's <laughs> so, right. So, I bet. It I feel like this was just so close
0: to being like right that it was obviously wrong. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> oh well.
0: But, uh, so, how is like teaching? I mean, I feel like teaching art would be kind of a challenge, just because art is such a subjective thing, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously teaching you know art history. I mean, there's just certain things that are what they are because it's history, but, you know, teaching, you know, technique and things like that, you know, just kind of explain that process is that, was that like a different type of, you know, challenge for you when you started, started your teaching
3: career? Well, um, it is daunting. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure how to teach right because you can get an art degree you can get a master's degree and never take an art education class sure so yeah. you don't really have the methods and i uh when i started at und it was the second semester and they said okay you're going to teach drawing mm-hmm. and so i went and found drawing books to refer to but it turned out that I was going to be teaching drawing with color materials, Ooh. and the books were only black and white. Oh. And I, got, you know, and and then so I just started to think back on assignments that I'd had in my, you know, sure. in the classes that I had, and that's the way I started. And then, the thing about teaching for me is that it's like you you ease into it and you get better as you do more, right. Because uh, in the beginning, I was very uncomfortable. I was very, mm-hmm. I wasn't used to being in front of people. Right, just very unsure. All of that, yeah. all yeah. those things that most people <laughs> don't want to be in front of, I had it all. Yeah. and But I was mature. You know, I was older, sure, so sure. it wasn't like I was, you know, still... A, right, fresh you know, out of yeah. uh, school. Um, and, yeah. But anyway, I just, as time, I, I found that in my classes in the beginning, it wasn't easy for me to stand up and talk to the whole group. Mm-hmm. But I had no trouble going person to person and helping them and then it just got better and and uh what's wonderful about teaching a lot of things are really wonderful first of all the teacher has to learn Mm -hmm. Uh, they have to be on ahead of the students kind of they have to figure things out and learn and um and then the interactions are great and seeing what people do is is you know i mean i'm always i'm learning from them and um uh, so I, I found it to be a stimulating, rewarding experience. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And like you said, you know, seeing you know other people's capabilities and their talents, yes. and you know things like that come to life. And I'm sure, you know, somebody maybe excelled in you know a slightly different technique or a slightly different medium right. than than someone else. But um, mm-hmm. did you ever have any like really promising students where you're like? This person oh, can really make I, it.
3: I well, you know that is not an easy thing to ascertain, really, right. because you know when you're teaching undergraduates, yeah. um, you know some of it is the more classes they take, uh, the more likely they'll they'll continue. Mm-hmm. Or um, I, well, and I, you know a lot of times, it's like you know teaching at the junior college, that might be the only art class they ever take, sure. and. Um, but I, I like to s- let them know that, you know, later in life, they mm. may want to do it again, right. you know, they might not, you know, for a long time, not do it, but they may come back to it. And that is great. I mean, I, I think art can be for a lot of different kinds right. of people for a lot of different kinds of reasons. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be, you know, that you're trying to be famous and mm-hmm, rich and mm-hmm. all that. Um, So it's very, that's satisfying. But yes, I had lots of students that I thought were really good. In fact, it was funny. I just ran into somebody that I knew from when I taught, I didn't, well, I didn't, she wasn't teaching at Northland, but she worked there and she was reminded me of one of my students and who is now teaching art in Crookston or something and had taken a lot of my classes and, you know, really... Um, had favorable things to say about me. And of course, when I heard her name, I, oh, yes, you know. Yeah. Um, so, those, that's, that happens
0: for right. sure. Right, right.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome.
0: I take it Marla wasn't one of your super promising <laughs> no, students. No, <laughs> no my,
1: my scribbly little oh. trees and semi crooked uh, lines, and no. Uh.
0: <laughs> that's funny. So, you said you were a, like a child artist as well. Yes. So So, you took to, art obviously at a young age is that something that runs in your family or kind of how did that get
3: well uh, uh, honed? my my dad had uh, been interested in art mm-hmm. and as a young person i don't know exactly but age he started I, he started taking this correspondence course mm-hmm. you see them advertised in magazines or they used to be anyway and yeah. you s- sign up and you do correspondence yep. and he was doing that and and then his parents said no, you can't do that, you'll never make a living, blah, 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 so he stopped, but I have found some of those drawings that he did, you know, yeah. um, and, you know, that's kind of nice, and I think I feel, sure. felt badly that he, right. he didn't continue, I don't know if that had anything to do with my interest, Sure. but I just kept at it, and, yeah. um, you know, maintain that interest, very, yeah.
0: very cool. So you brought with actually, we were perusing this before we started the podcast, a portfolio of some of your past and present work. So, how would you describe your style? Like, what do you have a favorite medium that you work
3: with? Has your style changed over the years? Um, well, um, I work in oil paint a mm-hmm. lot, um, although there's been time period when I also did acrylic, and I've sure. basically, you know, done most mediums, except I'm not a sculptor. Okay. So it's just two dimensional. Sure. And um uh, but I've done a lot of graphite and charcoal, that type of thing too. Uh so um my in terms of style it you know I have I've have done various Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. and various subject matters, but I think that a lot of people say it looks like your work, and the show sure. that's over at Art for Vets right now, that has work from a lot of different time periods oh. and different places yeah. I lived sure. also, and so um, I have been attracted to organic abstraction, mm-hmm. um, so uh, natural natural forms that are are abstracted, sure, and then I started. Uh, I also was also very interested in the figure okay. and so i kind of go back and forth or i combine them um i'm not what I, you would call a realist okay where sure. you know i mean they may look representational like sure. a figure yep. a yep. still life and all that but it's not you know super realistic right sometimes right. i work from life but mm-hmm. a lot of times it's from my imagination you sure know. um so it's been kind of a, a lot of yeah. different things <laughs> if you were
0: to look back at from when you started to where you are now is there an obvious like change in in your style do you think mm. or is it kind of it's a deep question maybe <laughs> yes yeah, it is a deep question no and I <laughs> promise there wouldn't be any I'm sorry
3: <laughs> oh, that's okay my um, mind just gets going as, well I'm, and now I don't know what the question was but, but.
0: <laughs> if there's been an obvious change over from when you first started to where
3: you are now with just your style and your technique and things like that well I would say that I, I've gotten better sure you know and uh, um, I yeah I, I don't know that there's been a real obvious change I'll, sure yeah that's a Something for me to ponder. <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually having, we'll have to have I, mean, a I, I, I kind of view this show here as a yeah. mini, that plus the show at the museum as right. kind of a mini retrospective, because right. it's a lot of different time periods and subject matters sure. in particular. And so it's giving me an opportunity to look at everything and, you know, and mm-hmm. reflect reflect on the whole thing, right? see see where I've been, and then how that informs where I'm going. Right, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Do you, where do you get inspiration for your paintings? I mean, is it just everywhere? I mean, you mentioned that you sometimes work with, like, forms and figures and, you know, faces, that kind of thing, but not necessarily a specific, you know, person, Um, do you?
3: Well, um, some of it is just out of my imagination, mm-hmm. um, but then other things are, I, I, you know, either other artwork or other, you know, other things, you know, kind of inspire me, sure. and, um, um, and then sort of things develop. One of the things that is actually um, could have been a like a time uh, a thing that mattered is that uh, I was. Attempting to become better at abstraction, okay. which is difficult, and I was uh, actually working with smaller watercolor gouache, and a lot of them didn't turn out. Okay. And they, um, I didn't know what to do to make them turn out, and so I started to cut them up. And they would also often have my forms in there. Okay. And so I'd cut out those forms, and then I started to do collages oh, of those yeah. forms. And a lot of the pieces that are in that show started as collages. There's one example, actually. There's only really one collage in that show, okay. and then there's a painting that was based on it. So oftentimes I would do the collages, and then I would make a painting. Okay. and you know, as a, a way, an idea for a painting, sure. and I found often that it was not easy to make that translation, you know, because the collages are with different materials, or there's something different about them, and then they started making the painting, mm-hmm. and what, one of the things that happened was, um, when I first started, I, I wanted to make cla- uh, abstracts, sure. and I had this thing and it was abstract. And then when I started making the painting, it all of a sudden turned into a still life. Oh. So it was like my inclination. I had right. an inclination. I mean, something in me liked real space right. and real things. So um yeah. So interesting how an artist's
0: brain works. I mean just the whole the whole process. I, I mean, like you said, you know, you had one thing in mind and it eventually evolved into something totally different yes. than what you had initially, um, intended. And, you know, it's, it's always great to hear, you know, you didn't just toss it away. You just kind of, you know, worked with it to mm-hmm. make it into something else. And then from there it went to something, a painting and, yes. and so and There's on. a yeah. lot of evolution. Right. Yeah. It, it sounds that yeah. way. That's, um, yeah, not quite how my brain works, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I love hearing about other, other people's processes and speaking of that, do you ever hit like a slump where you're just like, I, you know, mm, I don't, this is yes. too far
3: gone or I don't know what to do? Oh, or, well, yes, you know. in terms of working on specific things. Yeah. And in fact, um, I can often tend to start a lot of things. Sure. Or I'm working, I, I often have a show and then I'd have to work really hard mm-hmm. to get it ready, but I wouldn't get everything finished. Sure. Or things, I just didn't know how to finish them. Right. And so they just put them away. Yeah. And then once I started teaching, I got I went back to a lot of those things, and I could figure out how to finish them. Right.
0: What was missing? Yes. And, yeah.
3: Yes. Where how, how where to go with it? Um. Um. But yes, and and I've had times when I had a slump, but I would always. I never go to my studio and just sit there. Okay. I always have stuff to do. You know, there's always stuff to do. And I always can get interested. And so I find things to do. I I have a lot of reference materials. That's Mm -hmm. one of the ways I get uh, inspired. Um, All sorts of reference materials. Everything from, you know, uh, uh, reproductions of art Mm -hmm. to, you know lots of things of flowers and plants sure, and, sure. or still, or vases or, yeah. you know, there's just, I have a lot of that and it's, I have a pretty, pretty organized. Yeah. So, um, and then I actually, one of the other things I do, like um, a couple of years ago when I was starting to get back into, do I'd done that other series at the museum, which was basically working off other people's styles. Okay, And then I wanted to get back to my own things and I just, you know, Picked up all these unfinished things and started working right. on it, but I had so many ideas, and so I, I had a large sketchbook and I just uh, drew out all those ideas. You know, I just sketched right. them out so they were recorded sure. for the future. Yeah. and and I have quite a quite a big uh, sketchbook right. of that, and um, that's you know that's something I would go back to to, um, you know, if I want to develop something. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there a a moment when you're, you know, nearing completion of a piece when you know that it's actually done when you're like, okay, this is, this is the finisher. (laughs) Are (laughs) you always like second guessing? Like I should have put, I'm always thinking of Bob Ross. I used to watch Bob Ross all the time as a kid, especially if I wanted to take a nap because his voice was so soothing, (laughs) but I, I loved, I mean, he was, you know, obviously extremely talented, but it would drive me bananas when he would put a happy little tree right where there, in my opinion, shouldn't have been a happy little tree. I mean, it was this beautiful, you know, like mountain scene. And then, like, all of a sudden in the foreground, he'd draw like a big black line and this is gonna be the trunk of a tree. I thought, oh, it was just fine as it was. Like, why mm-hmm. did you do that? I mean, and of course, it never looked bad, but I was just always so surprised when, you know, what I thought. Should have been complete. I mean, granted, I'm like seven, but still, I, you know, I'm like, oh, I thought this was done. And then he's adding this weird thing, you know, what I right. thought was weird. But um, do you have those moments where you're, you know, you're looking at your piece and you're finally satisfied with, with what it, how it's turned out and, you know, it you don't of want to add a happy little tree?
3: Yeah, it kind of depends. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because there are definitely things that I look at and think, oh, I could work on that more. Sure. In fact, I just had that experience in my studio today. (laughs) I had framed something I was going to put in that show, and somehow I forgot it. But it was something that I had done many years ago. And then I went back, and I worked Mm -hmm. on it and worked on it. And I thought, oh, you know, it's done. And I had it in the frame, but I looked at it today, and I thought, you know, I could do more
1: with that before I show it. Sure. You know, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, That's what you're going to be doing after this podcast. (laughs) So, can you tell us a little bit about your show at Art for Vets? Yes. Um, well, there are eighty-two
3: pieces in wow. there. Yeah. and mostly they're not very large. Okay. A lot of the larger ones have have already sold at different times over, mm-hmm. over the years. Although, for the most part, since I've been in Grand Forks, I haven't done very many. I have mainly been doing smaller things. Okay. And I, I, I you know, I viewed them as getting ideas for bigger pieces because when I, you know, moved back here from, I had been in Seattle and I'd been doing bigger things. And at that time, you know, you were supposed to do big art.
0: Right. And,
3: Mm -hmm. um, and even in my grad school show, I had bigger canvases. Um, but then after that, I, I did a lot of smaller things and, you know, I could be, you can be so much more experimental and free and you could Mm -hmm. cut them up and throw them away and stuff like that. (laughs) But, um, I, uh, as I was putting all this together, I thought, yeah, a lot of these were ideas for bigger paintings and some of them I wish they were bigger. Um, um, in fact, I, um, there's a series that is the black, vases that uh-huh. you know the china vases yep and i was going through a portfolio the other day and i discovered that i had a large version
0: oh yes something you and, forgot about
3: yes uh, there <laughs> were fun two, little there were discovery. two of those and they were framed and one of them went had uh sold at a museum auction and okay. then the other one i took it out of the frame and used the frame for something else <laughs> and then there, the there it is And <laughs> so um and I thought, boy, yeah, these, this large one I really like. Um, let's see, any other things about that show? Well, you, you know, it some of the works are straight across abstraction. Mm-hmm. Although I think most of my abstraction does have a kind of organic orientation rather than geometric. And so y- you can imagine them having some sort of plant form sure. um, reference. Um and um, and then there's only a couple of lands. No, there's a few landscapes. Okay. <laughs> I have more recently been doing landscapes, and I but I didn't put those in sure. the show. Sure. Sure. Um, and then um, uh, then there's a group of things that were the yoga series. Oh, yeah. Very cool. And, and those are mostly reproductions because sure. for a while I had a had a art fair type business mm-hmm. and i had uh chiclet prints done of things and note cards etc and sure. so i had i put some of that stuff in there
0: okay yeah wow quite the <laughs> portfolio it sounds <laughs> oh, like God. Yeah, yeah. It so much work <laughs> oh
3: so I'm hoping they sell a bunch of things, right? I don't, I don't, you know, I'm moving.
0: Well, I know that's, so that was going to be one of my questions. So, um, okay. yeah, this is, uh, sort of a farewell tour. Yes. I was told, which is unfortunate to be losing <laughs> one of our, our great
3: local artists, but yeah, what's your next steps, your next plan? Um, uh, I'm moving to the Columbus, Ohio area. Okay. And, uh, the reason is that, um, uh, I have a brother and his family that mm-hmm. live there. And at this point, the rest of our family are gone. Sure. So I'm really here alone and in a big old house. And so um, um, they moved into an active adult community. Okay. I'll have my own house. Sure. And, you know, there's a clubhouse and a swimming pool and a lot of social things. Sure. So I'll have a community. Yeah, absolutely. And... And it's a moderate, more moderate climate.
1: Mm. Pretty much anywhere. (laughs) Yeah,
3: that's the bottom line. Right. That was the Um, deciding factor. Yeah, it is. Because I, you know, as I'm getting older, I want to stay active, especially to be able to be outside and walk. Mm -hmm. Just that. And um, I mean, usually if it snows there, you know, it warms up enough for it to melt. Right. You're not dealing with. Yes, the yes. kind of nine. 8 months of winter. <laughs> <Eight or laughs> nine, 9 months that. of winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's a very uh <laughs> and I think it is a, a stimulating yeah. area. Right. And uh the airport, uh, Columbus, mm-hmm. ha- they have multiple airlines and they within an hour and a half I can b- be in Boston or New York. Right, right. And I go th- I like to go. Yeah, there. yeah. Um Absolutely. have friends uh there and and i want to be able to travel and Absolutely. it's just gotten yep. so hard from here yep mm-hmm. yep so expensive so difficult you have to get out there at 5 in the morning yeah. the cab ride calls you, you know <laughs> arm and a leg so yep. i'm really um looking forward to being able to Right. Know, do more travel. Well,
0: and lots of new inspiration. Yes, possibly lots too of for new work.
3: inspiration. Yes. My brother thinks I'll be able to sell my art. Right. Well, more. I was just going to say, a if lot. you're part of sort of a community, will yes, you maybe right. teach some classes? Well, yes, they're, classes they're already that. saying, <laughs> when, is she, when is she coming? Is she going to teach a painting class? Everyone will just be waiting
0: for class, you as soon as my... you touch down. <laughs> yeah,
1: kind of. Fun, yeah. So, you, you have to tell me you've retired from art and you're going to become a competitive pickleball player. I think. Just, <laughs> just see well, that's there. almost <laughs> appealing. <Yeah. laughs> it is. Right? I
3: used to love tennis. So oh, yeah. it is. Yeah, you an appeal. I so I you
2: would be a really... Don't say yes to everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Right don't say yes back. to
3: everything. Some people say yes. You, just say yes. if you don't want to be mean and say, you know, no, just say, oh, yeah,
2: I'll think about it. Right. Okay. Just
3: let me get settled. Yeah, that's <laughs> good advice. Yes. Right. That's- well, definitely let me get
1: settled. Dean, right. right. what did you tell your daughter when she asked for help uh, doing some painting?
2: Well, you know, Let it me does think. mean that she's going off the tax rolls, so to speak. So of <laughs> course, it was yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, Dean's uh, in the midst of his own little painting project, although I'm venturing yeah, to guess that it's team. not. Uh, it's more just you know, one color on one wall than a <laughs> than a yeah. landscape After I'm or uh, painting. I'm
2: going to be looking for painting that uh, you guys are talking about. Put on my painting. Right. Right. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, that's wonderful. <laughs> so, um, so you do still plan to keep active with your art and mm-hmm. exhibits and things like that. Maybe find some new venues to exhibit at mm-hmm. potentially. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So as far as that goes, like, you know, other than locally, like have your paintings been in other exhibits around the region or the, around the, the area?
3: Um, well, definitely. Um, they have. Yes. Um, and when I was in Seattle, I exhibited with a really good gallery and had a, a number of shows mm-hmm. there and sold all those big paintings. Nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was from there, I was on Cape Cod and, Cape, and Provincetown and had some exhibits there. Um, I've done various exhibits here, Um you know, over the years. In fact, I was the inaugural show at the Empire. Ooh. That article that you really? saw. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it was in 1998. And wow. the Herald did a nice story on me with a photograph and, of me and several of my ar- artworks. So I've I've had solo shows at the Empire mm-hmm. at least twice. Um, and, you know, yeah. and then been at group shows too. Sure. But I, I think... Oh, when I first moved into the studio on Demers, and that was after I'd graduated from mm-hmm. UND, um, it was getting to be Christmas time. And I had been selling pretty regularly yeah. in Seattle. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have, I haven't sold very much. I better, so I just got myself organized and I had a studio show sure uh, down there and did quite well. Yeah. And so uh, over the years, I've, I, would, uh, would regularly do a Christmas one, and then oh. the art and wine walks, yeah. and things like that, yeah. and the art fest um, sure. a few times, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I bet Dean would love to talk about Art Fest
0: uh, <laughs> coming up well, here. <laughs> say, it's coming up. It's
2: coming up. I'm not sure when this will be aired, this podcast. But, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Art yeah. Fest oh, will out before uh, that. June yeah. 10th and 11th. Yes. yes. And, it's next uh, weekend. So that's yeah. either tomorrow, depending upon. It, <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, and that's a wonderful time. And that's a great event for people to discover artists mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the one that we're visiting with today. And, uh, and especially for a person like myself, who's more of a uh, casual art uh, consumer. Right. And um, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm lazy in terms of not going to an art show. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and mm. so that this is a way to sort of bring all that mm-hmm. to me. And, and so that's fantastic because I, I know I love walking through and looking at not only the other Items that are created, but especially the art. Uh, oh yeah, so many yeah. beautiful things to look at. Absolutely,
1: yeah. it's and always, you can do it yeah. while eating a Ufta taco. Right. You know, so, so, I know. so I know you, you can't do that. At, you can't do that at a museum. No, you can't. Yeah, yeah. I think they frown upon <laughs> <laughs> taco meat. I, I do have to um,
3: insert here. Yes. How important the North Dakota Museum of Art was for my being Mm -hmm. able to live here. Oh yeah. Because I was coming from art worlds. Right. Absolutely. And I you know and the museum is amazing Mm -hmm. and it has been all these years. It really has. And um, you know so so many different so so many different reasons and being able to see all the exhibits that they would have and um, and I actually worked there for a time. Elliot worked there for a time. And you know, just an incredible group of people who, you know, mm-hmm. a- associated either working there or attending all the various things. There was a time period that Laurel started uh, the Cultural Enrichment Group. And so, like, <laughs> once a month or something, we'd get together, and there'd be lectures, or it'd be somebody's house. And and then also did, once a year, a trip somewhere. Oh, that yeah, that's fun. All kinds of interesting yeah. places. Santa well, Fe, uh, yeah. Montreal, New York. So it was, uh, you know, stimulating. Right, right, absolutely. And I've
0: always thought this and said this, and granted I really haven't lived anywhere else in terms of, you know, a, a large city with any type of art community, but it's always seemed in my mind that when the shows that I have gone to and been involved with, um, are so well-supported and mm. we have so many talented people, whether or not they still live in the, the area or not, but they still send their pieces back or, right. you know, make an effort to come to the shows, um, whether as an artist or as an attendee. Um, but I've just always been, you know, really thought highly of our our local arts community and how everyone is very supportive of each other and how the community supports our artists. And I mean, hopefully that is, you know, as an artist, hopefully that is, you know, what you've (laughs) experienced as well. Yeah.
1: So I I have a good question here. What are you going to miss most about Grand Forks?
3: um, My walks on the Greenway. Yeah. Yeah. I live right across from the entrance at 7th Avenue. Oh, do you? So you see me chuck
1: there about every day at lunch? (laughs) We figure from here down to the entrance, around, and back to our office is almost exactly a mile. And you guys do that? I do. <laughs> I try I to go do. home and walk my dog. <laughs> she, yes. She's walking her dogs. but yeah, yeah it's just I a nice, little, however so my art
3: studio is probably what I really want. Right? Miss. Yeah. I mean, it's four hundred seventy-six square feet, oh, nice and nice. Yeah. with really amazing light, and it's it's the inside of my brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I mm-hmm. I wasn't out there for a while. Well, ever since I started this move, I haven't been working out there, sure. and um. And I went out there at one point, and it was like, it's the in, it's the history and inside of my brain, right? All right. these years, and uh, there's all these. It's all there, and I I I'm really just now starting to pack it up. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and that's got to be quite a process. I, oh my gosh!
3: I mean, it's hard enough <laughs> moving your you know kitchen and well, things like well, that, the, let alone uh, well, the more art The crazy thing is, I have paintings that go back to when I was at U and D and that I want to give away. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a couple of them are large, and I don't want to take them. So, <laughs> so it's, it's not easy to yeah. figure out what to do with all right, that stuff. Right. Right. Have a
0: studio sale, maybe a little.
3: Yeah. yeah, well, that's part of why I having that show. Um, at first, I was going to need to do a studio sh- show and a, fr- a sale, and my friend said, no, 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 you have to have it someplace, you know, official. So that's how sure. that happened. Sure, sure. Yeah.
0: Oh. Well, I... I think I speak for all of us when I say you'll be missed in the community. Yeah, and you. yes, it's uh, your name has been synonymous with the local art scene for a long time. Oh. So well, that's, that's nice uh, to know, too. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure having you here thank today. You. Um, are you on social media, things like that for
3: um, our listeners to kind of keep track of you? Well, I'm definitely on Facebook and I'm on Twitter, but I, you know, I don't have any of my art there or sure, anything. sure. Uh, um, so I do have that. I used to have a website, and I hopefully will get that going again in okay. the future. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Well, yes. Well, keep us, uh, you know, posted on okay. all your your I travels know. and your when you yes. get settled in <laughs> um, and your current show. So it's at Art for Vets, which is right uh, downtown here on Third Street um, in the Riverwalks. In the Riverwalk. Thank you. I can yep. never remember the name of that building, <laughs> the, Riverwalk um, the Riverwalk Center, Center. Um, and that is going on until june 9th is that correct that's right yes and, and
3: we're going to have a uh, closing party okay. on june 8th from four to eight okay oh, yes. wonderful that's wonderful. next thursday it is yeah. yes
0: yeah. yes well um yes best best of luck to you and in, you. in your future endeavors and and yeah look forward to seeing what what comes next for you all right all right thanks, so much. thanks, thanks for, diane
3: yeah